Bag of cards. Bag of cards. Bag of cards. There you go. That was my favourite one yet. You're just saying that again. It just reminds me of you singing, what do you call it? Time to say goodbye. Time to say goodbye. I think we should do I've a rendition heard of that. Actually, that was, I'm a bit annoyed at myself. I thought I was going to do a little bit better there. For anyone that doesn't know, Joe is an um, opera enthusiast. I've been listening um, to Andrea Bocelli this morning, actually. A very good opera singer. I'm not even joking. I'm a... I wouldn't say very good, but thanks, mate. What, I wanted it to be like a bit, a bit, a bit Easter-themed. What's that got to do with Easter? Like, like a choir boy. Oh, what, because choirs sing in churches? Choirs, like, choirs are pretty religious, mate. Yeah, I don't think you just meet up. I don't think people I just don't. meet up and sing like that without a bit of God in them. Well, I was in the school choir. Yeah, that, I used school. to do hymns at school. It must have been slightly Christian related. No, we used to sing um, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Oh, fair enough. But you and the lads just meet up after school or... Don't no, no, go no, play for it. No, knock on the door. Like, Mrs. Mrs. Stanley, is Tom coming out to sing? <laughs> yeah, we used to go knock on doors and sing Twinkle Twinkle. <laughs> Welcome to Bag of Cans podcast, where we talk oh, football, on. boxing, and uh, our choir boy history. Yeah, two-day hangovers. And two-day hangovers, yeah. We, we, it's, it's Easter Monday. We were going to do it on the Thursday. We've had technical issues, and then we've just had hangover issues. Yeah. But it's got to the point where we've we've had to record it, so bear with us if we're a little bit slow today. We want to be recording this as much as you don't want to be listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had a busy week, mate? Uh, yep, I'm now officially unemployed. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. Um, That's exciting. <laughs> really exciting. Only because I know the, the context. <laughs> <laughs> Left the job. Um, golf is back. Had a fair few rounds of golf. I did a poll on the Instagram about discussing um, golf content. It was about 50-50, maybe 45% said yes, 55 said no. But I'm still going to talk about golf. It was been all right, you know. Like the first, the first round we played, it was like you'd never, ever played golf before. And like all of the movements just feel completely alien. And then I've probably played four, four or five rounds now. I'm slowly getting back to the... Distinctly average quality that we were at before lockdown. Are you gonna, I'm going to try and get you to say this on a recording now. What handicap are you going to have by the end of the year? By the end of the year, um, you were like last year when you started playing. You, you're, you were so optimistic; it was unbelievable. But then, yeah, you know, lockdown stuff happens. Where are we now? We're in April, end of this year. My handicap will be 15. Right. You've tapered that because you were saying that last year after about three months. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like golf, but I always like the idea of golf more than actually playing it. 18 hours is a bit too yeah. long for me. No, I get that. I like the idea of being really good at golf. I'm not quite there yet. It's, it's just a good day, thing to do, it, like going out with your mates in the sunshine. So good. Having yeah. a little stroll about, having a laugh and then sitting and having a few beers afterwards. It's, it's a pretty perfect. Excellent actually, hangover yeah. cure. Excellent mm. hangover cure. We got paired up with two blokes yesterday. Um, that were about 75 years old, that is. Um, and they were just saying how much they just love golf and they've been playing it since they were our age. Are they any good? Maybe I won't quite get to that. They're probably better than us, yeah. <laughs> You'd hope so if they've been playing 60 years, 50 years. I guess so, yeah. Couldn't hit the ball very far, but it was always very straight. Yeah, um, but yeah, golf, jobless until Wednesday. 
Um, had a little bit of a celebratory beer in the garden after Boris changed the rules. Mm. Hence the um, hence the two-day hangover. But no, good week. How's yours been? Yeah, it's been all right, mate. Been busy. Enjoying the sunshine. I can't remember. It's all merged into one now, but... Well, it snowed this morning. Did it? Oh, it's nice, yeah. Really nice. It's lovely, yeah, but it was snowing about three hours ago. I'm, I'm, I've spent a lot of time in parks, actually. And if you go to the park, take your fucking rubbish home. Oh, absolutely. I, I did some little... You know I'm a bit of a weirdo when it comes to litter picking. I did yeah. a little bit yesterday when I was walking across the park. I had my bag of empty cans. And someone had left their empty cans on the middle of the park, so put them in my bag. Absolutely. And if there's a pile of rubbish next to a bin, i.e. the bin is full, just go and find another bin. Yeah, if I, but I, I agree, but even getting it next to the bin is something. Sure, yeah. <laughs> People who just leave their shit in the middle of the thing really do my But if there's more rubbish and... outside of the bin than in the bin, then yeah. please just go find it. Yeah, if bin. you can, just and take it. Why really. are you scrapping on parks? Like, I'm all for people just having fun and even if you are doing it in massive groups who cares at this stage? and i'm kind of about scrapping as well a little bit i'm about scrapping absolutely but maybe like in a living room watching not us or whatever yeah. <laughs> um but yeah just stop scrapping just have fun cuddle each other instead you know what i nearly had the other day actually Go on. on the um on the same park as the infamous first episode story oh yeah i was walking up to said bench and there were two people sat in a very, very similar position Ooh. with legs wrapped around each other. But the hand was like on one side, not through the middle, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not like they were in a great cuddle, though. Once again, didn't flinch because I was there. Didn't ask, excuse me, you two aren't fingering, are you? I was going to say, please stop because I wouldn't <laughs> like <it> much. <laughs> okay, well, that's the week. That is the week. We were going, when we did this on Thursday, the international football had only just finished. So we were going to very quickly talk about international football. Thankfully, sure we've waited three days. We don't have to bother. Because who cares about Who gives football? a shit? We've had actual football this week and we can talk about something that's actually just happened as opposed to... Yeah, go on far not. away. Well, what I was going to ask you about was who's going to finish top scorer in the league this season? Um, I have a prediction. Because I feel on. like I know what your second question is going to be too. And I think the answer is going to be the same for both. Top I think Harry assists, Kane is going to be goals. top goal scorer. Unless Jack Grealish comes back now and just goes on an absolute mad one and takes Villa to Europe. Well, I've got the numbers up now. And after yesterday, Kane's a goal ahead of Salah. Yeah. And, and Salah's a couple ahead of Fernandez, who's also yeah. killing it on both. What's Kane on? 19 goals? 19 goals now. And 13 How many assists. games have you got left? I think he's got he eight games 30, left. Seven left, maybe. Something around that. Seven or eight games, that sort of number. And then what's the score of assist? KDB's got to be up there, no? Kane's on 13. And yep. KDB and Bruno, both on 11. KDB would be my favourite, but I think I fancy Kane to just have a mental season and then... I can't believe the that like... He's obviously getting credit, but he's not getting anywhere near the amount of airtime for what he's doing that I, that I would expect. The guy's fucking unbelievable top of goals goal, and top of assists. And it's not like it's a low total in either of them. You know, like some of them seasons where no one's really doing it. He's better than Lewandowski. You know, I don't like having opinions on footballers I don't watch very often. Yeah, you just get swallowed up by stats though, don't you? Yeah, 
Easily. I could be peddling stats right now. I could score at least like three goals a season in Germany. So Lewandowski can't be that good, surely. <laughs> three goals a season. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see them in the same league. That'd be fun. It would, wouldn't it? It's always you always want to see these players in, in the same. Yeah, sure. But it's difficult because league, leagues are different, and it's not just about how good they are. But like styles of football are different in different places, so it doesn't make you a worse player because you can't do it somewhere else. It just means that it, it suits you. Mm. Also, you hear well, no, yeah. everyone who comes to the Premier League seems to say that it's physical, don't they? Even if they've killed it elsewhere. Yeah, but Lewandowski is probably the most physical striker about, isn't he? Like, well, like good striker. Yeah. Uh, I'd argue possibly there's another lad in that league who's a bit more physical up top. Haaland, yeah. Yeah, but I'll take your point. Lewandowski's not sh- not shy, is he? Where do you think Haaland's going to end up? I hope he ends up in the Prem. That'd be good to see. You know, really, because it, it, it's an awful lot of, of money, isn't it? Wasn't there talk of his old man going like round all the big European clubs last week for yeah. meetings? And apparently he really wants to play with Messi, but... I don't know if Barca can really afford them. Barca's finance that's what we were saying, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. But I'd like to. I'd like to see him at City, but that's only because I like Guardiola. And if he's at City, then it means he's not playing for United. Sure, is... but there's the um, there's a social link, isn't there? Managed yeah. him at Molder, I believe. Yeah, did you? But I hate Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, so I don't want him to get any good players. <laughs> yeah, stupid frog. Why wow, he did such a good job at Cardiff. He ruined our football club from top to bottom and <laughs> just smiled the whole time. Smiled and waved. Who'd have thought it, eh? Yeah, no, it, eh? I know. And now right, I look okay. at him. So you're going to say Kane's going to finish top of goals and assists? I am. I'm going to go Kane's going to finish top scorer. Although I think Salah is going to get a lot of goals. I think Liverpool are going to finish the season strong now. Yep, agreed. I think I, I've, been, I've been waiting for them to flick it on and you sort of thought, oh, maybe this international break is going to be that chance. And yeah. I mean, Arsenal were absolutely shite. I don't know if you watched them, but um, still Liverpool were good and it, it looks well for them coming back. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Kane top scorer and assists. It's KDB or Kane, surely? Maybe Bruno. You reckon? Yeah. I think United are going to have a pants end to the season. I'd love that. Yeah, that'd be pleasant, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'll go KDB. He didn't get an assist, by the way, but have you seen the City's, I think it's their second goal, yes, uh, Mm. on the weekend. His through ball. He's a freak, mate. He's an absolute freak. Jesus. Jesus. Absolute freak. Let us know who you think is going to finish top scorer and top assists. I Uh, think most people will say what you said, to be honest. Yeah, well, I know what I'm talking about. From time to time, mate. From time to time. Right, football boxed off. Boom. You're playing today, actually, aren't you? That like we got top on. Yeah. Um, you know what? My brain's just gone completely blank. Ever since we lost to Forest on Friday, I've kind of just stopped thinking about Cardiff for a while. Who do we play today? I can't remember. I read it earlier. Let me Google it. Um, it's someone in the bottom three, I believe. Cardiff Is it Chef Wednesday? That rings a bell, mate. I think it's Chef Wednesday. Yeah, Chef Wednesday at half past five. Um, that stinks of a boring nil-nil draw. Yeah, I, don't I think our bubbles, our bubbles somewhat burst. We're playing awfully at the minute. Absolutely Makes a change, awful. doesn't it? 
well, we're playing well for a while. Um, but yeah, I'm ready for this season to just finish now because I just we're just going to cruise, probably finish 10th. Oh, mate, I think I had about 10 seasons in a row of that happening with Leeds. They just get to finish March and we'd be like, which season we finish? Having said that, though, I've no desire for us to get in the playoffs and lose because I don't <laughs> even really want us to get promoted either. Yeah. <laughs> shit show. So I'm happy with mid-table championship forever. <laughs> just, just have a go for like four weeks in the middle of the season and that'll do. Best four weeks of my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, boxing. So last time we watched some boxing was Dill, wasn't it? Bill Dill White knocking out the performance by the round way. four. Um yeah. I I made the prediction before that fight. I think I put a pretty stupid bet on White to win on points because I was, my thinking was that he's just going to be so scared of that left hook, hook again mm-hmm. or left uppercut, whatever you want to call it, that he's just going to be super conservative. And then first round, he just came out flying, didn't he? Yeah. But then when you look back on it in hindsight, aside from that punch that Povetkin knocked, knocked him out with in the first fight, White was absolutely dominating. White was bossing it, wasn't he? So, like, he was full of confidence and he's not one of them blokes that's like scared of getting chin because yeah. like he always says it's how we at boxing so I think the outcome although it was a bit of a surprise at the time it probably wasn't he might I thought I was the same as you I think I said late stoppage but the thought yeah, being that he would come out and, and work a lot behind the jab and, and sort of break him down later but like you say he just came out and he just bullied him really and he, he just said right round one I'm the fucking man here Yep. Man handled him, and then after then, Povetkin couldn't recover even if he wanted to. Dill wouldn't let him. That, that, oh, mate, I can't remember what round it was, but that right hand that White mm. hit Povetkin in, and he just bounced off the ropes and just got straight back up. There's Honestly, two big if, right if hands. If any normal man got hit by them shots, their face would just cave in. I'd be genuinely worried about my, like, staying oh, alive. Oh, 100%. I won't wake up. No way. Fucking money, would you? No. I like Dillian White, though. Yeah, me too. Where, where do you think he goes next? I think the fight everyone wants to see is Wilder. Yeah. If I'm if I'm speaking from Dillian's point of view, I would be saying, because we all know that he'll take any fight going and he's happy to fight anyone. Mm-hmm. Why should he fight Wilder? Like, he was chasing him for so long, so long, so long. Wilder's now somewhat of a heavyweight nobody because he's just acted like an absolute clown ever since he got beaten by Fury. So why should White now be giving Wilder the satisfaction of a fight? Uh, but then you look at it another way, who else really is there? Because he's not going to get Joshua or Fury for the next two years because they're going to be tied up in one, two, maybe three fights. Who else, can, who else do you want to see him fight? Joyce? I think of anyone fight? else. Yeah, Joyce. Maybe, you yeah. Sit- Decent fight. They're the only they're the only two opponents outside of Wilder because a lot of the other decent sized names, White's already beaten. Mm. His resume is unbelievable, by the way. Yeah, he's, it is really good, isn't it? So I'd love to see him and him and Joshua again. I think Fury just boxes his chops off, but I think with Joshua it'll be a, it'll be an interesting scrap while it lasted. I love Dill. I love him as a bloke. I love him as he's a brilliant. fighter. He's just wicked. He's always in good fights. He, like, he, he's he's someone who genuinely will fight. They, they all say it, all go, I'll fight anyone, mm. anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Dill does it. Genuinely will, yeah. Did you see what he said after the fight? So, because this fight with Povetkin kept getting cancelled and moved back, didn't it? Mm. So he was in camp in Portugal for four months. 
Jerome Witt at the start of that is one of his kids were born. So his kid is now like three months old and not seen him. Okay. <laughs> you could just imagine him talking about it like Darren Till. <laughs> I've got a daughter over in Brazil. I don't care. Don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I love that Darren Till interview. <laughs> He's just broke his collarbone, so I had to pull out of his fight, didn't he? See? Quite a few people ask us to talk about UFC, but I'm I'm nowhere near qualified enough to talk. Nah, about it, it would basically be just be us talking. Like, did you watch that fight? Yes, didn't he hit him? Yeah, yeah he hit him. Yeah, it, it was good when they were on their feet. They went to the floor, yeah. and we had no idea what was yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, I like watching it, but it's just it's just two blokes having a scrap for me. So it's an enjoyable yeah. thing, but I've got no knowledge on it. Huge respect for them though, because they're absolute nutcases, aren't they? Yeah, proper. Proper. You have a other well, fight on that card. Ted Cheeseman, JJ Metcalf for the British. Scrap that was, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't watched that fight, guys, I'd, I'd recommend that. It's just two guys beating each other up for 11, he's 12 not, rounds. He's never in boring fights, is he? The Cheeseman. Cheeseman. You can tell that by fucking walk? looking at his face. Oh, man. He's old, he is. He's like 24. It's ridiculous, isn't he? It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's going to be slurring his speech by 28, put it that way. Yeah, it, it doesn't look oh, helpful, does it? No, but, but yeah, yeah, watch that if you've not seen it already. Proper scrap, really good. Two fight. average fighters, just heads. There's it's, it's a, it's a great fights around that weight at British level. Cheeseman, yeah, Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald Fowler. Fowler, Metcalf. You, you, you can see Metcalf getting another shot on a matchroom card now off the back yeah, of that didn't, fight. Didn't know much about Metcalf before that fight. No, I didn't. Um, I still don't, but it's enjoyable. But yeah, I'm, it? I'm, all for, I'm all for just them bog standard average British level fights that mm. just turn into absolute scraps. Adam Smith always says on commentary there's something about the British boxing title that always brings out the best fights in people. Man. People do say about the Lonsdale belt, don't they? Yeah, it's a cool looking belt too, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's good. Another British fighter, though, hung up his gloves this weekend, didn't he? Yeah, Carl Frampton fought on. Saturday night was bidding to become, I think it was Ireland's first three weight world champion. Absolutely, um, I was um, I was pretty drunk, so I can only remember him getting stopped. I missed the first sure. three rounds. About then, yeah. He he got battered, didn't he? The other bloke looked. It didn't look one weight class bigger than him. He looked no, two weight classes bigger. Looked huge, absolutely huge. But at the weigh-in, Herring like. He was probably about like six percent body fat. Did you see him at the way? No. He was absolutely peeled to the bone. And I just thought, if someone hits him in the body, surely he's just gonna fold. Got about twelve abs, the bloke. <laughs> Ridiculous. But no, the um the post match interview with Frampton was it was actually like I was I was listening to it pretty hungover and I was a bit like <laughs> But like yeah. we've said loads of times, haven't we? If there's if there's ever a boxer I'd love to go for a pint with. Yeah, it's Carl Frampton. He just seems like one of the most genuine, lovely blokes. Yeah, he does. And he, I've, I've always, I've always, I mean, he's not, he's not been at his best for a couple of years now. I think he probably peaked when he beat Santa Cruz, which was a, was was quick before or after Santa Cruz before, before before yeah. Um, but yeah, brilliant career, two weight world champion. He was just never big enough for that weight against Heron, was he? Nah. he's tiny. What is he? Five six or something? I'd be surprised um, if he's that big. I would have preferred to see another. Obviously, he was going to chase the glory of first class, yeah, three world champion. But I would have preferred him to have two kind of get me going fights and then rematch Warrington. Oh, oh yeah, 
Yeah. I suppose you get to that point in your career though, and you know that it's almost time to go. So you just chase the biggest fights possible, whether that's money sure. or or fame or whatever. Absolutely. Um, and that's where he got to, and he, he's earned that, right? Hasn't he? Absolutely. But happy retirement, Carl. Yeah, happy retirement. Um, because I know you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about uh, the lightweights. I can't remember why I'd written this down, but, oh yeah, I remember why. I mentioned them, I think it was in last week's, and I'd said that when one of the big names in the lightweight division makes a fight, then we'll talk about them. And Devin Haney must have been listening. I wanted to hear our opinion on the lightweights because a few days later he announced that he's fighting Jorge Linares. One of my Um, favourite fighters ever, by the way, Jorge Linares. You and me both, mate. I fucking love him. Mate, how many times have we watched that... um... Lenara's Lomachenko fight from start to finish. Unbelievable fight. Up there with up top five best fights of all time, I'm going to say. It, it is for me. Yeah, I love it. It's just two like elite boxers fighting. But like a lot of the time when I watch elite boxers fight, I'm like, I'm, I get like a little bit bored when it's a fight like that. Because mm-hmm. it's just, but, but that fight, like they were so elite that it was so obvious that they were so elite. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Like every minute detail, you could still see what was happening. Yeah. It's like that drill that you do in training where you both got your front foot in a hula hoop. Yeah. And you just stay there for the whole fight. <laughs> what it was like. Uh, but no, it was brilliant. Uh, he's past it though, isn't he? I think Haney I think he is, yeah. I, th- I think Haney's looking at it, and understandably so, as a good name on his record. Sure. Yeah, he's not as dangerous. I think Haney, but I don't know about you. I have Haney as the worst out of the four lightweights. So we got Haney, Tiafimo Lopez, Ryan Garcia, Javonta Tank Davis, and I mean, that's what people are calling the four. Loma's still in this. Loma's still in there, sure. But um, let's take Loma out of it for now. Yeah, I, I think Tank and Tiafimo are probably head and shoulders above Garcia and Haney for me at the minute. Um, and I just think Garcia edges it over Haney just from performances that I've seen of both of them. Mm. Yeah, I've got I've got Tiafimo at number one. If you beat Lomachenko, yeah. you're a top guy. It'd be interesting to see how yeah. he backs that up now. Um, there isn't an awful... There's obviously quality in the division, but the quality in the division is the names that we've mentioned. So without yeah. him fighting one of them, it's, it doesn't really feel like he's backed it up, does it? Um I'd probably agree with, I'd probably say Tank number two. He's a champ at lightweight. He's a champ at the division below. We just talked about Santa Cruz and a couple of great fights with, with, with Carl. Uh, Tank's last fight was that incredible knockout of Santa Older Cruz. Older than him, didn't he? Yes. Sickening up him. Yeah. Um, and before that, he beat Gamboa, which, yeah, he did. which Haney beat last time out as well. And both of them have treated Gamboa like Haney is now trying to treat Linares as yeah. you know a good name on the record, absolutely. Which is which is fair enough. Um, Ryan we, Garcia, I, I'm not sure about Ryan Garcia yet. See, I wasn't right, and then I think I don't think Luke Campbell was a good fight for him at the time. I don't think Luke Campbell as a pro is as good as everybody makes out. I think he's probably fringe world level at best. Um. And Campbell obviously put him down early on, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with how he just completely 
ignored that and just boxed as he normally would do. And you can't doubt the fact that yeah, obviously it's hard. Mm. Yeah, the, one that... thing, the one thing with Garcia is that we, well, I personally see him as a YouTube <laughs> boxer that has just got famous on social media and I kind of never paid any attention to him. But I think if he beats another name slightly bigger than Campbell and then gets in with one of them three, then we'll see how good he is. Um, but yeah, I think I'd probably just put him above Haney just because I've seen a few of Haney's fights where he's just looked a little bit sluggish. But don't get me wrong, Haney's like, what, 21? No, he's yeah, he's so. young as well, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's the yeah. same with both of them. I, you've probably seen more of Haney than me, so I'll, I'll leave that comment to you. Um, but when I see when I watch Garcia against Campbell, I was the same as you in impressed with his power, impressed with his hand speed, really impressed by the way he just shrugged off mm. getting knocked down, really did, like nothing had happened. But the thing I'm not impressed about at all is his head movement and his footwork. Two sure. things that he can improve on for sure. Like he, yeah. he's always bumming about with Canelo, isn't he? Yeah. And Canelo's a fighter. Well, Trained by Renoso now, isn't he? Yeah. Canelo's a fighter who's improved unbelievably in the last yeah. five, ten years, whatever it is. So, you know, Garcia can improve. But, sure. yeah, he, he sort of just stands in the pocket and and just sort of goes, I'm going to win this firefight. And he does mm-hmm. so far. But you wonder if he gets in with someone who's who's really elite, who who bangs and moves. Uh, I wonder what, if you're going to fight like that. What I'd like to see happen, mate, right, is... For them four, let's forget about Lama for now. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Tank fight Garcia. I think that's just a shootout. Yeah. I'd like to see Haney fight Lopez. I think Tank and Lopez win. They fight each other. Garcia and Haney fight each other. And then you've got your order of you want to four. And that's and this this is the bottom line, and it just fucking fight each other. Yeah. I won't even get, we've been talking about Dill at the top of this. Dill's lost yeah. a couple of times. Do we give a shit? No. Nope. We still want to watch the guy fight. I still, and that's the thing. Uh, I know that we're not going to talk about it at UFC, but like they do it in that sport. The best fight the best, and nobody cares if they lose us. That's lose the beauty us. of one belt, though, isn't it? If you want to be champ, sure. you've got to fight him. Sure. Um, I don't know who they're all with. Uh, Tank's with Mayweather. Uh, Garcia, is he with Golden Boy? Yeah. And Haney's with Matchroom. Lopez yeah. with top rank, so they're all different. I think you've got all that bang on, yeah. Yeah, so it's not going to be easy to make them fights. Um, no, but I think Golden Boy could go on. I think the Golden Boy and Matchroom would be the easiest to make. Yeah. Because they just guess, stick it on the zone. And I guess um, top rank and Matchroom now working together for Joshua Fury. Yeah. Oh, I imagine if you got one of them fights on the undercard of Joshua Fury. <laughs> Hey, wouldn't mind paying double for that, would you? I was going to say, yeah, I'd pay the American pay-per-view prices for that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's I think that's about right. But bottom line, fight each other, please. Yep. Please do. Um, oh, I was just thinking, actually. Did you get an Easter egg this year? No. Mum bought me a box of Lindor, Lind- Lindors, them things. You know, the oh, balls. Like little truffle things. My mum pulled it out of the bag this year because normally she doesn't bother anymore. And I get a bit pissed off about it, if I'm being honest, like a bit low-key annoyed. Yeah, and I've, told it, I've, I've said it to her before about it, but there was a year when she didn't get me a birthday cake and I was pretty pissed off, to be honest. I don't care about birthday cake. I'm not a huge cake fan. Oh, I love it. But Easter eggs, even Nan and Grandad don't mind me. 
Mate, well, I mentioned it to her one year about the cake. I said, oh, it's not ruined it, one, but I'm a bit annoyed. And she's always got me a cake since. So should slip, maybe just let, let Debs know. Yeah. Um, or we could just go to Tesco today and they're probably all half price. That's a good point. I'm, I need to go and do a food shop, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go Aldi after this. And then we've got round of golf at half past one. Nice. Right, we're going to keep it short this week because um, we're busy. We are. And last week was really long, I think. Um, Twitter mentions thanks keep it coming Instagram stuff like that talk to us we appreciate it here's I, don't, I wanted to talk to you about this actually okay talk and I would like some advice from our loyal listeners and friends <laughs> so Liam suggested because ultimately we do want like this podcast to reach more people don't we mm. um, ideally like minded people we don't care about just like random people listening to it that don't you know care about the things that we care about but like Liam suggested the other day, doing like a like share this story for a giveaway or whatever, and I just haven't got it in me to do that kind of like cringy Instagram growing type stuff. I know, that you, I know that you definitely don't, but it, but if anyone does have any ideas that would help grow the pod, what what have you got to well, give away? Liam was like, just buy like a voucher for something, and then we give that away. Hmm. Um. But make suggestions, something like you, you, everyone that listens knows you and I, or at least <laughs> one of us. So make suggestions that suits our personalities and something that we wouldn't cringe our balls off at. Mate, I've Instagram. got, uh, the first thing I did when you said that then was start looking around my room for things that I could get rid of. <laughs> and I got this bag of really old CDs that I, just don't, I don't know how to get rid of. So <laughs> yeah, if you share this, then you, you can win a bag of 20 year old CDs. I've literally got nothing. I've got an old Xbox that I don't use. You can have that if you want. <laughs> That's actually a decent plan. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. And any suggestions on how to grow the pod, they will be more than welcome. Um, yeah. We really appreciate everyone that shares it, um, even when we don't ask you to. It's very kind. True friends, thank you. Football trivia, it's my turn this week. Um, I had a stinker last time I was answering these, didn't I? So I'm a bit nervous about this. Yeah, didn't get a meal husky. I'm not. Oh yeah, you didn't, did you? Yeah, that was bad. Um, I'm not sure if you'll struggle with these or not. Um, it's Easter themed. Oh, brilliant. It's quite short. Go on. Um, the first one is which British football team play at the Easter Road Stadium? At Bristol Rovers. No. British football team. In Scotland? Might be. I'm going to go Hibs. Fucking well done, mate. My heart was going there. <laughs> Second one. Former Welsh international striker, Jermaine Easter. Okay. Like that. Made 400... This is according to Wikipedia. Made yeah. 400... Not his name. Um, made 420 league appearances across mm-hmm. his career. How many goals do you reckon he scored? I reckon the majority of the goals that he scored were for Crystal Palace. Is that right? I couldn't tell you. I looked at the list. I knew him from Wickham, I think it was. Okay. And I looked at his list of clubs, mate, as long as you're on. He was a bit of a bagsman, though, wasn't he, in his day? I'm going to go, how many games did you say? 400 and something. 420 games. 
Okay, these are in league football, so the numbers aren't going to be outrageous. I'm going to guess 146. No, not that high. Oh, really? That'd be uh, like one in three. That wouldn't be a bad record, that. I thought he was a bit of a goal scorer in his day. Is it less than 100? Just, yeah. 92. Bang on. <laughs> 92 goals. That's four, isn't it? One in four, one in four and a half. It's not, not too that bad. bad. If you think across, no. like, say, like a championship season, you played 40 games, you got one in four, you've got 10 goals. It's not that bad. It's pretty average for an half decent championship striker, isn't it? Mm. I suppose. Yeah. Not key then, for more, though. Not key for more. Final one, slightly longer one. I was going to get the tab- the Premiership table from last Easter, mm-hmm. but because of lockdown, it was all fucked. Yep. So I've looked at the Premier League table from two years ago, 2019, at, going into Easter. This, sorry, this is when City won the league on by a point or whatever it was. Last so season? Yeah. Yep. So can you name me the top four <laughs> and the bottom three at Easter? Okay. Um, City top? There is second. Liverpool top? Correct. Tottenham? They were third. Chelsea? No. United? No. Not Arsenal. Leicester? Arsenal, mate. Arsenal? Well, yeah. Um, bottom three. Can't oh, remember these. Um, Norwich? No. Cardiff didn't go down that year, did we? Did we? Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't going to get it there. Sat in your Cardiff City shirt. <laughs> <laughs> How beautiful is this shirt, by the way? It is nice, mate. Really nice. Um, Cardiff. Fulham? Yeah. Brighton? No. Give me some geographical clues. They're playing the same colour as Brighton. I appreciate that's not geography. And they were the fucking shit team this year, that year. I know, not you. Everyone's going to be shouting at the podcast now, saying it's them, it's them, it's them. Bro, playing blue and blue and white stripes. Not West Brom. No. This is a howler. I don't know. My brain's gone foggy. Geographical, please. Yorkshire. Are you a London club? Are you... Oh, Huddersfield. There we go. Oh, no. <laughs> That's annoying, isn't it? I'm going to get messages now saying, I was driving, listening to the podcast, <laughs> and I was shouting, Huddersfield! <laughs> I'm going to have a mate saying, I was in the bath, shouting at him. <laughs> Shotgun. Um, okay. That's quiz over. That's trivia over. Tom, I'll hand you over. Final word. Uh, we have one more weekend until the pubs reopen and life resumes because ultimately that's what our lives rest on isn't it I'm sure you'll agree Yeah. Um, get booked in places in advance because we're finding it hard already in Nottingham I don't know about you in Lincoln um, everywhere's at full capacity um, go out with your friends every single weekend and if you've got girlfriends forget about them <laughs> the next the next two months are for the boys 
Um, everybody take up golf. Um, and let's have a race down to 15 handicap by the end of the year. And because this is going out on Monday, have a great week, people. Thanks for listening. Speak to you soon. See you later.